Let's see. Um, well, once they get Obi-Wan and Anakin, once they get the boys back together, it's actually a really fun dynamic. Like when they're at the execution, they, I have nothing to say. Anakin and Padme, she finally says, I love you. They kiss before their execution thing. Um, I. Which comes way out of the blue. I still. That's it's very, very weird. out of the blue. Like, that, but I'm just, at this point, I'm just like. <laughs> I don't know what more her feelings for him. Like all of a sudden she has feelings for him and she's in love with him and ready to die for yeah. him. Like I just I just at this point I expect okay. nothing else. I just I, I I have no by this point of the movie, my expectations for their love story were so low. I was just like, yeah, sure, why not? That that happened. <laughs> um so I have some before that Go though. Um why didn't they remember this with you? Um, so I did watch episode nine and in our last recording, we established that I had not seen episode nine. I did watch episode nine. If Anakin is so great and Jedis have the power to heal people like Ray does in nine, why doesn't Anakin have that knowledge? I, it's either they didn't have that back then and it's something they discovered later on and they just don't tell us in the movies or it's something that because, they okay. literally made up just for the the for nine and the Mandalorian. Because it also happens in Mandalorian. Spoiler alert. Sorry, but like it's something that they made up for the more mo- for 2019-2020 Star Wars, and they again didn't take into consideration all the stuff from the past. But you're absolutely right. You can heal with the Force. They've established that it's now movie and TV canon, and it must have. But but the whole, like, literally the reason why Anakin goes to the dark side is because he wants to save Padme because he didn't save his mom. Yeah. Like, literally, (laughs) that is the entire premise of why he becomes Darth Vader. And then they just throw it away. Like, only Sith can heal people who are on the verge of death. Nope, that's a lie. Anybody can do it. Like, anybody that has a force and understands it. Like, you don't even have to be a real Jedi. <laughs> right? It, it, anyway, so that that was annoying to me. I um, Okay, so before that, or so after that, they go to the, they get the transmission from Obi-Wan and they go to rescue him. Oh, I have a note about scene, that. Uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 is so stupid <laughs> so pointless and i can't even there's nothing i good i can say about it it was so dumb the jokes were stupid everything about it was dumb didn't like it at all and why the heck can r2d2 fly yeah r2d2 r2d2 could suddenly fly all c3po's jokes and dialogue were insanely stupid i have a note right before that um anakin is like i will not fail again but immediately after that, sorry, back up. He says, I will not fail again to his mother's grave. And then immediately after that, they discover that Obi-Wan, who he has admitted is like a father to him, is in danger, needs rescuing, and he is suddenly perfectly fine accepting what the Jedi Council tells him to do. Now, if they had played off as like he was pretending that just to get Padme on board, it didn't play off that way to me. It makes it doesn't make sense. I will not fail again. I will rescue those I care about. Oh, someone I care about is in danger, and the council told me to stay. Okay, suddenly I'm gonna be a good boy and stay, and not rescue well, the guy who's like a father to me. Like, but if it was to play, if they were trying to 
make it come off a different way. Like he was just trying to convince Padme to come, which he didn't have to. We all knew Padme would have gone along with or without him. Like it's just it 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 came off bad to me. Well, it's it's the cohesion of the story. Again, it's a storyline. Like there are ways to fix that. There are ways to do that to where he would want to go and save him. Um, but he can't or like, and I think they would just wanted to give the plan to her and that's the only reason, but they don't plot out what the scenes look like. So it literally goes from him. Hey, I will never fail again to, Oh wait, I can't help the person I love because of Jedi order. Like the kid just needs to have it pounded into his head a couple times for, in order for him to be like, you need to help people who are in trouble, period. Um, but I think they just wanted to give Padme that, that, and yeah, I do think that if he had just kind of been like, I have to stay and protect you, you know, like he was kind of leading her into it. Yeah. Then I could, then I, yeah, it would have made more sense. Um, I wouldn't like that better. And then, yeah, but I totally completely agree. Everything was all the, like, I'm ahead of myself or drag being dragged along. Um, All the dialogue with C-3PO and R2 in this movie were just, I'm not a fan. Not at all. Um, and what was I going to say? Um, oh, and then there oh, was... Oh, I wanted you to talk about a scene that, cause that we talked about in person. I wanted you to talk about... What was it? I wish I could remember now. Oh, my gosh. I had it. Well, I was like, don't... I was like, remember. Remember to tell Taya. Have Taya talk about this scene. That you would have fixed, or oh, oh, I remember, I remember. After it's a scene back. Okay, we're back on Tatooine, and he's talking to Padme about um, he's fixing the thing, and then he's like, "I killed them. I killed them all." Talk about um, that. Talk about okay. it. Unleash your fury. <laughs> okay. So after Anakin, um, he finds his mother. Um, she is being tortured by Tuscan Raiders. He can't save her because she's too far gone. And he gets angry and he kills the Tuscan Raiders, including the women and children. So first of all, they should have shown that we really should have seen him slaughter them. I know like I'm not condoning violence or anything, or like, I don't like gory stuff, but that should have happened. We should have seen that. It should have been like a showing of how far he'd come now the scene next is when he is talking about it with Padme and Padme is listening to this person who she's secretly in love with but can't tell him talk about the most painful thing he's ever talked about in his entire life that scene should have been directed so much better (sighs) okay so in that scene (laughs) he talks about how in that scene he talks about how um he hates them. And we all know that he's not supposed to hate. We all know like he's not supposed to let emotions overtake him. He slaughtered them like animals. He's yelling. And I feel like that scene, poor hating Christensen, because he did not reach the level that he needed to be at. He was fighting himself instead of letting go of himself in that moment he should have been screaming those lines like those lines were not meant to be said they were meant to be screamed Hayden Christensen did not scream them he was talking them he was 
trying to like hold himself back or like control himself, which was a bad choice. I think the director should have like made him say those lines over and over until he lost control. Because from Padmoy's point of view, she's watching this person down, like that he's, she's watching him break. Like she's watching him and his downfall. And so you can see that she has pity for him, that he has completely lost control. He's lost the only person he's ever loved and cared about. And he has done something horrible in response because he was so broken and he had snapped. And the scene doesn't make sense because he's just sitting there talking about the bad things and the way he feels. He's talking about his feelings. And then he says he killed, slaughtered the women and the children. And she's just like, it's okay. You're not perfect. Like, no. And somebody commits a murder and is like telling you calmly, like, oh yeah, well, I killed them. They're just, they're not men. They're creatures. So I just slaughtered them. Like, how is she having compassion for this? Like, how is she totally just okay with it? It doesn't make any sense at all. But if he was freaking out, if he was screaming, these monsters, and he has completely convinced himself that these are monsters, he is breaking down and yelling like he needed to get there. And he just doesn't get there. He doesn't like commit to it. It doesn't reach his eyes, which is a term that um, you use when acting is like, if you are acting and it doesn't reach your eyes, it's, I can see the actor there. I saw Hayden Christensen in that scene. I did not see Anakin. And sadly, I didn't see Darth Vader. And that's what you needed to see was him breaking and him screaming those lines. And like, and this is not like, to me, this isn't the writer's fault because those lines were fine. Like, yeah, they're cheesy and they're intense and they're, you know, they, they come off really cheesy. But had he been screaming them? Had he been yelling them? Had he gotten to that point? It would have made sense. It would have been fine. Um, But the director did not push Hayden Christensen to that point. Hayden Christensen didn't go there. He didn't push it far enough. And it just comes off cheesy. And she looks like a psychopath for being totally okay with it. So (laughs) that's how I would fix that scene. I would just pound Hayden Christensen until he was screaming those lines. And you could see him breaking. And you could see, like, it's this awesome emotional scene of he has just like ev- given up everything that he has ever believed in everything that he has worked so hard for he's just let go of and he did it because he was so angry and so hate like he just hated them and the and it could have been this culmination of everything that Yoda feared with your your, your attachment to your mom is going to lead to hate And it did. It instantly did. And he could have realized that and freaked out. He could have just realized how much pain he was in. And it even like even the cutscene to Yoda saying, you know, young Skywalker is in so much pain. Like, I love that. I thought like that whole thing was written fine. It was not performed fine. And I whether that's the director's fault or that's Hayden Christensen's fault. It really like he just didn't go far enough. <laughs> yeah no I agree I will say though back to us as tweens or me as a tween I don't know why of all the details this always stuck out in my mind and I was just like I even though it goes against what you said I like this one detail as a tween there's a part when he's like I hate them and like his lip trembles before he like falls down crying and for some reason as a tween I was like that lip tremble though <laughs> like, 
I don't know why as a teen I really liked that lip tremble. I didn't. I mean, the rest of the scene I was I obviously wasn't finding like attractive because he had I'm a normal human being and he had just murdered a bunch of people and was admitting that and I was like, okay, yeah, no. But as like me seeing Hayden Christensen, yeah, that was attractive. But that yeah. and and I understand that because in Hayden Christensen's like portrayal of it, it looks like Hayden Christensen is holding back the the Darth like he's he's yes. playing Anakin as holding back the Darth Vader, and that's perfectly fine. That's when your lip quivers, I get that. But I feel like in order for that scene to actually hit where it needed to hit, mm-hmm. he should have like even if even if he had gotten control of himself at that point and then he was like and I hate them and then he quivered a little and then he fell down crying even that would have worked yeah it's just you know like you you could have kept that like I'm and and it's not saying like Kenan Christensen didn't do a good job of what he was doing I just think he shouldn't have been doing that in the first place he should have been full out it shouldn't have been held back at all and it could be, in that moment it yeah. shouldn't have been held back and it could be George Lucas asked him to it could be that Hayden Christensen made that choice and George Lucas never corrected it um because as actors sometimes we make choices you know that that aren't the best for the story overall and so it could be he made that choice it could be George Lucas wanted it held back because he viewed he did he didn't have the same views as us but I agree with you um I think I would have liked to see that done in a different way. And again, I was, as a twain, I was watching it as like watching Hayden. Well, I watched the whole movie as watching Hayden Christensen and making myself be- pretend I'm Padme because I right. like, had a huge crush on him. So that part always went out to me. <laughs> he was on, oh my gosh, we had folders, Star Wars folders. I had Star Wars and Pirates of the Caribbean folders with Orlando Bloom's face on them. I mean, it was it was a tween, tween dream for us. I had books. I, I read books that had Hayden Christensen's face on the cover for like Anakin's young, like Star Wars, teenage, Anakin's teenage years. Yeah. Anyway. Um, he definitely brought in a new dynamic for the Star Wars <laughs> Tween girls. Oh, yeah. Tween girls, yes. Everyone um, I knew was a and, and again, And again, like I, I don't know whether or not Hayden Christensen have done it and he just didn't or maybe he just capable of doing it but that was a very missed opportunity and it makes Padme look crazy makes Anakin look evil it makes Padme look crazy yes Um, so the next one what is okay so the next one is yeah so right before um Padme is like we're she's just like, okay, well, we're going to die. And she's kissing him and telling him she loves him because their lives are going to be destroyed, has absolutely no problem with dying. And then the second, like, the, like even when she's walking to the pillar, she's pulling out her little thing. Like, she has no dying. She is. So it's like, again, it's this, the story. She, never mind. She's escaping instantly. Like, like as to I think I might die. Oh, I'm we're gonna die, and if we're gonna die, then I'm gonna let you know how I feel. And then instantly she's like, never mind, I'm just gonna escape, and she's escaping before they even get to the pillar. Um, so that yeah. was kind of annoying. And then yeah, the the instant crop top. So <laughs> at one point in the, in the movie, um 
Anakin, Padme, and Obi-Wan are these giant pillars. And she, um, Padme climbs up on top of one of them and is getting attacked by this giant has super long claws um, onto the pillar and is scratching towards her and scratches three stripes on her back. That those three stripes on her back instantly, like within the, the next cut, not even like the next scene, but the next cut, she now has, instead of a full body from um, wrist all the way down to her boots, she now has a crop top cutting um, her midriff and then that is one sleeved. And not to mention she has cuffs on those sleeves. So somehow the fabric gets out of the cuffs, cuts perfectly across her front and back and cuts off the sleeve with three stripes. Like you literally see the cat swiping and there's three marks on her back. And then literally in the next cut, she is wearing a crop top one sleeved shirt with the cuffs still on her. <laughs> It's, it's, I, I, I don't think that if a female director had been in charge, that would have happened because I, I feel do. like that's such a male thing to, to do, to want to put in, to want to put in for the male audience. But why so didn't she just have the top top from the beginning? It's not like she's worried about not showing her midriff. Like we've talked about the fashion in this movie like she could have just been wearing the crop top one shirt, one sleeved thing and been perfectly understandable. Like it, you know, there was no point to it. And and even if, and if they wanted to do that, they wanted to rip her clothes during the fight scene. Fine. You know, have the cat grab her uh, shirt and pull it, (laughs) you know, have the cat grab her arm and, you know, like the sleeve of her thing and rip it off. Like, fine if you're gonna have her clothes fall off in the middle of the battle scene go ahead but don't try and convince us that three like three scratches on her back suddenly like make clean cuts of her sleeve and her like her midriff like oh no i agree i i think it's hilarious that that happened because obviously it would not happen like that and it's just it was it was done incorrectly i liked Anakin and Padme during the battle, they had good banter. They seemed like they would actually be a couple. That's what I wanted to see. If not for the whole movie, at least most of the movie. Yeah. Um, they, they're both flirty at the same time, Taya. They were having the same conversation. <laughs> finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> finally, they're having the same conversation during a battle. Uh, yeah. It was great. And then with um, him and Count Dooku, sorry, I only have like a few notes left. And so I'm just trying to. Yeah, I don't have very many left. So yeah, to just kind of move on. Um, so it Can says the remaining Dooku? Jedi, like take the remaining Jedi. Where are the other Jedi? I don't know. I have no idea. Like that line, it just bothers me because it's like, take the remaining Jedi. What? Where's the rest of the Jedi? They're doing border disputes on other planets that we don't get to see. Yeah, they're doing something interesting. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, that was okay. weird. So, okay, um, so Anakin and Dooku, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 
you pointed this out. I knew it was weird, but I didn't know why until you pointed it out, where it goes back and forth between etiquette, dooku, etiquette, dooku, and you see, like, the blue and the red. They're literally just swinging the lights around their faces. They're not yeah. actually, like, fighting each other. They're just like, I'm just gonna swing this around my face. Yeah, For so some- whenever it shows their faces when they're fighting, it's literally just the light flashing back and forth. It's it re- it looks really bad, <laughs> but yeah. like because they're in the middle of a fight scene and it shows like a close up on their face and it's like zoom 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 and it's just red red green green <laughs> like it yeah. Um, and then the next one I have is when um, Dooku cuts uh, cuts Anakin's arm. Yes. So in the next movie and in it doesn't show it in this movie, but in the next movie, Anakin's arm is. Um, cut off below the elbow elbow. and when Count Dooku cuts his arm first of all he cuts his arm he when the strike left I can't talk okay the strike that cuts off Anakin's arm is going horizontal explain that to me (laughs) and the cut that like his arm lying there like when he falls against um obi-wan obi-wan his cut is going straight down like completely straight down um and yet somehow they did that by cutting horizontally and um in the third movie I don't think his arm, I'm pretty sure his arm is not in the same place because if you look at, and I'm looking at them right now, um, when he cuts off his arm, again, he's striking horizontally, yet somehow vertically he is, like his arm is cut. It's not in the same place. Hayden um, Christensen's um, prosthetic arm in the next movie goes to his elbow not past his elbow and so it yeah and somehow it cut sideways instead of uh vertical like the lightsaber goes horizontal and the cut goes vertical so it's a very talented lightsaber (laughs) the force taya the force yeah apparently apparently the dark side of the force like uh can cut off arms by looking at them because his lightsaber didn't do anything. <laughs> My answer for everything we can't explain is always just going to be the force. Yeah. Okay, so my baby is crying and it is her bedtime, so I don't have any other notes, honestly, for the rest of the movie. They get married in secret. The gun the Clone Wars has says Yoda. I, I have nothing. Um, I just have one more on the wedding day. Um, she doesn't look happy. Um, again, it's, it's Padme. It's, um, what's her name? Natalie Natalie Portman. Portman. The way that she's acting it again, she doesn't look happy and it's like her wedding day and she's not blissfully in love with this guy. She's just like there and worried and she never is like happy to be with Anakin. Like there's a, like they try to put him in there with the cutscenes of her in the field and him falling off the big pig thing. But like, 
she's never happy. And then it shows like her wedding day and literally their wedding is like C3PO and uh, R2D2 and whoever is marrying them. I don't remember who marries them, but I don't like that's literally it. She's not happy. Like she just doesn't look happy. And I, I wish that she had played it a little bit. Um, even even just a tiny bit like excited or happy that she's marrying the man that she loves, even if it's, you know, in secret. Yeah. They they it feels like there's no reason for them to get married because she's still not happy about this union. Um, so yeah, so that's all I have to say. That's the end of Star Wars um episode two, Attack of the Clones. We will be doing um Star Wars episode three um next time. So be sure to tune in. Okay, well, signing off, this is Laura. This is Taya. And we are Your Little Sisters Productions. We didn't say that together. Want to try one more time? (laughs) Yeah. And we are Your Little Sisters Productions. Okay. I don't know how. It's really hard when I can't see you. (laughs) I know. Okay, Okay, I'll just say it. How about I just say it? And we are Your Little Sisters Productions. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.